Hi everyone, we're live. It's Thursday night, nine o'clock. The handicap rugby chat that matters. There's only one way to watch rugby, and that's when you've got money on the game. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Well, what an action-packed panel! What a quality panel we've got tonight. I'll introduce all of them to you now. We're going to be talking about all seven Super Rugby games and probably touch on the Six Nations as well. Let's start off uh, down below me there. Uh, he's one of the more regulars on the show. It's Henrik Swat. He was quiet for a few months during the European season, but he's been licking his lips at Super Rugby. Henrik, another seven games to look forward to this weekend. I bet you can't wait. Dear Brent, I, nice to be back on the show again. Uh, it, it looks a bit uh, more tricky this weekend than last weekend. Last weekend, I fancied a few and I had a pretty good weekend. But this weekend, there's a few close calls. Um, so, yeah, I, I know we have a bit, we have a bit of a um, difference of opinion with um, me and some of the band, especially on the, the Crusaders and the, the Chiefs game as well, but we'll get to that. Excellent. And let's go up to the top of the screen now. And it's half of Son of a Punt. It's Andrew's joining us now because Jordan, what, his girlfriend's come to visit him in Barcelona or something. Where's, where does this man's priorities lie? Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. How he's, uh, he's on paid leave at the moment. So the, the, the handcuffs are on and he's, he's out touring Barcelona at the moment. So it's just going to be one of us holding up the fort for now. Excellent. And then down below, he's not going to say a word on the show, everybody. This is the betting stick. Nobody knows his identity. Those two things he's holding in his hand, it's a minus sign uh, and a plus sign. And basically what he's going to do is going to tell you minus on the handicap or plus on the handicap. You can find him on uh, Twitter at uh, Twitter at betting stick as well. So we're going to get the sticks input. I was <laughs> hoping to reveal his identity tonight, but he's adamant that his identity will not be revealed. But we will get his comments on each game by means of a plus or a minus, so that should be good. Just a shout out to welcome. We already got a lot of live guys watching the show. We are going out on Facebook as well. And uh, Garth Ridgeway, I see he's joined us on, on Facebook saying that this weekend looks a bit of a tough one after last weekend. And a couple of guys who weren't, uh, well, we didn't see them on the on the GG Gaming on Mad Show as well. Christopher Show and Pierre Killian, also a regular guest on the show. Good to have you here as well as uh, Mark Venter. Guys, we're going to get stuck straight into the games because there's a, a lot of rugby to talk about tonight. Just an apology to you. Any background noise? I've got my earphones on tonight, so hopefully it's, for me it's not as bad. I can at least hear the guys. Of course, it's load shedding here in South Africa. We just about five to eight, the power went off. I had to frantically go out in the pouring rain and start the generator so that the show could actually the show could actually go ahead. Gary's show and this one as well. Um, so yeah, we've got no power, but fortunately got the got the generator. I bought it. It was said it was a silent generator. Gee, I'd hate to see the noisy one. That's all <laughs> I can tell you guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. But anyway, at least we got a show, which is the main thing. And let's get straight into the action and 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 get going with the with the early game tomorrow. It's the Highlanders up against the Sharks. And Henrik, let me start with you on this one. We've got a handicap currently sitting around the six and a half point marks. What are your views? Brent, I'm picking the Sharks to win the game here, so I'm obviously going for the plus, and then I think the Sharks by 1-12 to 12 is a nice value play. Um, I'm not impressed by the, the Islanders team. My big concern about the Islanders is Tony Brown being involved there as a quality coach. But I, you know, the, the Sharks generally travel well. They have a, um, they have a good record against New Zealand teams. Um, you, you would think the travel would be a bit of a negative for them, but I, yeah, generally they do well over there. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Mitch Hunt fan at 10. Um, this is, there's a reason the, the Crusaders let him go. And, um, Joshua, he would have been a better option at 10. He's at 12 now. And I think, um, Andre Esterhazen would be running at him all day long. So he, he, yeah, he has to be, um, he has, he has to expect a, a physical game 
a lot of tackling. Um, and, and the Sharks, they have a great backline, and, and the, the Islanders' um, back doesn't impress me either. So I like the Sharks on the plus here. I grabbed some plus eight and a half earlier in the week. I think it's about six, seven and a half. But currently, I'll take that as well because I'm tipping the Sharks to win the game here. Um, then looking at the points, it's a close stadium, so the weather isn't a problem. Um, Angus Gardner is the ref. Um, normally a nice um, free-throwing free game un under him. So uh, there should be points. Uh, if the Sharks' point is in the low 20s, 22, 23, 24 even, I'll take over some Sharks' points here. Right, now I think the betting stick did confirm that he's going with the plus here. If you can just stick that up. And I'm going to talk while he's putting that up because, of course, some people will be listening to this as a podcast. Now, they're not going to be able to see the betting stick. So I will tell you what he's, what he's tipping. But also, if you, ha if you are listening to this on the podcast, which will be available 30 minutes after the show, do go and watch the YouTube as well to see the, the Stig's outfit. Uh, yeah, he's really gone to, to great lengths. So great to see. Andrew, let's come up to you on this game. I, haven't, uh, I have looked at, at your forum posts. I know what some of your fancies are. But I can't recall if this was one of the games. What are your thoughts here? So we didn't have any strong fancy here. It's always tough to call. Haven't haven't seen the Highlanders this season yet, so you never know what's going to come out. I kind of like Tony Brown there as the coach. Um, I think he'd be a quality backline coach. He did great things with the Wolves. So with a nice, exciting backline there, I think they're going to be a lot of points. Um, so if anything here, I was looking at the points line, and I think over the points is probably the play. But after all, this is the handicap. So if I had to say something here, I don't know. The, the value for me is probably at the, the minus six and a half for the Highlanders. Sharks first away again. Fitness could become a bit of an issue. They lost to Boo and Corsi, which is a big loss. Obviously, they have Tambo pulling in there. But, yeah, I'm going to go for the minus six and a half here and hope that the free-flowing game allows the Highlanders to run in some points. And Sharks will choose to go for poles most of the time. So tries versus penalties for me. And I think the minus will come through. Right, so you're on the minus, so uh, we got a bit of a difference in opinion there. Just to confirm, Shane, that is not the oracle under the helmet there. It's, it's not him, it's it's the betting stig. Welcome to Des Simons, our resident bookmaker, coming on to the show as well. Des, good to have you on. As you say, let's see what the what the boys have to say about this. Uh, Sean Nicholas just saying there, Stiggy Smalls, Oracle's granny. <laughs> yeah, so no sign of the oracle. I think he's taken his sabbatical early this week. Gents, uh, we got that game covered now. I must say, I, I, I'm very torn. If you read my preview on Good for the Game, you see, I think I've gone Highlanders by 1 to 12. It was one of those, like I said to Gary on the show before, it's a cop-out bet. I really couldn't find. And when I listen to you guys, you know, it's not like you all three are coming in, banging away, although the stick is just confirming there that he is going for the plus. Uh, Unders does seem to be a fairly popular player. Uh, Henrik, uh, I see Pierre Killian here going Sharks under 23 and a half points. So, uh, yeah, going to be some interesting. Of course... I love, I mean, for me, Henrik, you'll know I'm a points punter more than anything else. I actually don't play the handicap that often. But often when we do this show on a Thursday night, we don't have many points lines. The nice thing about Friday morning Super Rugby is we, is we, is we do have some points lines to, to play at least. It sounds like yeah, an interference. Oh, there we go. Carry on. Okay, yeah. Now, I'm also, you know me, we've known each other for a long time now, more than 10 years, uh, betting-wise. And I'm also more of a points player. Um, the handicap, I do play the handicaps, but my most of my money goes towards the points. So, yeah, I, and, and thinking that that comes out late, the, the points quote. So, sometimes like just before the game. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've like I've said, um, 20, I, I haven't seen the quote, but I see Pierre saying 23 and a half. Now I'm happy to take overs on that. I, 
I'm expecting better points under the roof and the, the Sharks um, should match the, the Landers up front. Um, I'm not impressed by the Islanders um, backs and both teams have all right um, backs. So yeah, I, I like the overs on, on Sharks points here. Right, let's move on to the next game. And that is the uh, Brumbies up against the Rebels. And we're going to start with uh, with Andrew on this one. Andrew, I mean, the Rebels, I mean, uh, people might have backed uh, the Sunwolves on the handicap, but I can't think many people were calling them on the board to 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 to, to, to actually uh, lose to the soil, to call this the Sunwolves on the board against the Rebels. I mean, that was quite an incredible result. I must just stop quickly and tell you, I play in a super group pool with nine guys. It's one of the pools that I'm invited to, uh, old workmates. And five of them picked the Sunwolves to beat uh, to beat the Rebels last week. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There's no way those five guys are finishing ahead of me at the end of the season. That I'm prepared to put my money down on that right now. But, Andrew, let's go to you on this game. We've got a handicap that seems to range around the six and a half, seven and a half point mark here. Yeah, Brent, just to touch on what you said there, I thought that you were going to say that the Oracle was the only one in South Africa to have gotten on on Sunwolves on the board. I'm shocked to hear that there were people <laughs> in your, your Super Bowl board to have picked that. Uh, oracle's quarter unit yes no exactly I'm, I'm also i was stunned when i saw five of them got it out of nine of us you know i mean that was incredible but i'm willing to say that those five will finish in the bottom five of the pool i can't i can't i can't see them lasting but this game's an interesting one because the brumbies weren't that impressive last week against the reds i mean they scraped in by three points we've got a rebel side that a lot was expected of they had a bad preseason everyone said ignore the preseason they'll be fine they got a good coach we we're all kind of in agreement with that they were absolutely terrible what happens in this one yeah, uh, for me, the Brumbies weren't great. They didn't live up to expectations or managed to get the W there. But, geez, the Rebels were horrific at, at in Japan over there. I've never seen such a poor performance before. They got dominated in all aspects of the game. I see Dave Vessels have made a number of changes to, to revamp the pack. But, yeah, I don't think it's enough. The Brumbies forward pack isn't something you really want to be messing with. Alan Anatoa, Flaw, Finger, Scott Sio, I think they're going to absolutely get killed up front. And the odds, no doubt, the Rebels have a great backline, but they need a their backline that needs to play on the front foot. So I think with the Brumbies constantly making the hits and pushing them back, the Rebels backline is going to struggle. So I think the minus six and a half is the, the play for me here. Minus six and a half, Brumbies. I'm going to go across to the stick. I see him nodding his head. He's going to pull up his minus. Let's just put him on the full screen so you can get a nice look at his. Oh, I better take the comment out. You can get a look at his. His helmet and his outfit there. Stig, you are going for the minus. So the betting stick is going for the minus. And let's see if Henrik is in agreement. Henrik, this game for you. Yeah, Brent, I'm going against the other two guys. Um, yeah, the Rebels were shocking. How poor were they? Um, it, it's not, I, I can't back them with any confidence here, but the Brumbies is a team I'm, I'm targeting to, to take on this season. I were not impressed by them against the Reds. Um, they were lucky to beat the Reds. Um, and the Rebels, they've won the last four games against the Brumbies. Interesting. The last time the Brumbies have beaten the Rebels was in 2017. And I've also, uh, even though the Rebels were very poor last week, I'm a fan of Dave Vessels. Um, and I, I back him to, to uh, turn things around here. So I'm on the plus, but not very confident. Um, yeah, looking points-wise here, um, there, there's rain predicted through the day, but by kickoff, um, the rain would have stopped. Um, so it should be a bit juicy still, but not rain. Um, but yeah, the, the, the ref is Nick Berry, and he blows the game pretty dead. So I, I label him as an under 
uh, in my notes that I did this afternoon before the points came out, I said I will take anything 47 or over, and I see the lines come out at 49 and a half. So under some total points would be a stronger play for me here. Um, not not strong, but stronger than the handicap. Um, but on the handicap, I'm leaning towards the Rebels in the plus here. Excellent. It looks like the betting stig is uh, shaking his head. And I also saw him have a little sip of something. He had a straw coming out of his helmet there. It looked like a drink that Henrik quite enjoys as well. So it's a betting stig makes it to the end of the show. I'd like to have weighed you before the show, stig, and weighed you afterwards in that output. And we could have taken a spread on how much weight you actually would have lost because I think you're going to be pretty buggered after this. <laughs> and uh, right, Henrik, let's move on to the next game. We'll stay with you. It's Saturday morning. It's For me, one of the biggest games of Super Rugby so far. It's the Chiefs against the Crusaders. And the reason I say this is big is from a tournament point of view, if the Crusaders beat the Chiefs away, yeah, it's really hard to see them, be, them being stopped. But um, there's been plenty of money for the Chiefs. Uh, when I did my handicap show, I made this a choice game. And um, what's happening to this? Some, some sound coming through from somewhere there. Well, I made this a choice game. And Gary Lenton priced up GG Gaming. This was on Sunday, plus eight and a half. Of course, punters like yourself steamed in. The question is, at current lines, are you still in the Chiefs camp? Yeah, Brent, I'm definitely in the Chiefs camp here. Yeah. Um, currently, the Chiefs, I think the best you can get is at GG. It's 11 to 10. Um, the betting is the wrong way around for me. The, the Chiefs should be the favourites here. Yeah. They should be shorter favourites. Uh, I, I would make the Chiefs about minus four and a half here. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, that's a very poor Crusaders um, pack. I, I don't rate that pack of this. Um, and then in the backs, uh, the Chiefs will at least match them. It's a decent Chiefs um, back line. Um, I'm not basing my bet anywhere on, on anything on Damien McKenzie starting here because I don't expect him to play 40 or 50 minutes because it's his first game back. But I love Aaron Cruden starting. I'm a big Aaron Cruden fan and I'm a, I'm a Warren Gatlin fan. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a good season from the um, Chiefs and yeah, surely the, the, the Crusaders are going to miss Mwanga. Um, Avili is, is all right at 15, but I'm not sure I'll be at, at 10. We'll have to see how he goes. So, yeah, I, I'm very confident on the Chiefs here. I would I would um, advise anyone to take the Chiefs to win the game. Um, yeah, that, that's it. I'm, I haven't got a feel on, on the points here, but I like the Chiefs strong here. Well, I'm not too sure how the betting sig signals what he likes in this game, other than he's shaking his head at what Henrik says, which tells me he's on the Crusaders. He's on the Crusaders minus because they are the very slight favorites. Those are minus. And uh, we'll go straight into Andrew. Andrew, I know you guys um, were on the minus two and a half. I saw on, on, on Twitter. Yeah, the market's moved against you a little bit. And I think it's because of the, the fact that uh, Richie Monger's not playing. Yeah, definitely. Um, we were a bit shocked by that. Well, we shouldn't have been because we actually saw a bit of news on Twitter. But didn't think it was going to materialize. I see it's shifted to minus one and a half now. Obviously, still a fan of that. I'm not too too scared of Richie Moonga not playing there. I mean, Reza Robertson knows what he's doing. Apparently, Richie was able to play, but um, he decided to rest him and save him for bigger games um, or to more important games in the season. He doesn't want to risk him. So if Reza Robertson, who's got three three titles on the trot, is backing David Havili at 10, um, I 100% back that too. I mean, last, last week he made 14 runs, 163 meters, three line breaks, and nine tackle busts. So... It's going to be taking the ball to the line and got a great back line to feed as well. So I think they're going to run rampant there. And yeah, probably going to be a close game actually in hindsight. But minus two and a half is probably the play for us or one of our better bets of the weekend as well. 
Right, and Gary Lenton on the previous show, GG Gaming on Mad, he was very firmly in the Crusaders camp. In fact, he priced this up, I think, around uh, yeah, eight, eight and a half. And he still says, even if he had to reprice the game now, he's obviously had to follow the market to a degree. But he still said he would probably go Crusaders minus six and a half if he was pricing up. So interesting this. We've got a, another split on the panel there. Let's move on to the Waratahs up against the Blues. And this game's almost a choice game as well. We, we got the uh, Blues are actually slight favorites, minus one and a half, minus two and a half points. And Andrew, we'll stay with you. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, so before even looking at the teams, um, just based on two factors, the conditions are absolutely horrific. I think they're supposed to be 40 kilometer hour winds and 100% precipitation. So yeah, that's an immediate giveaway for liking the plus. And then the second factor, like history suggests between these two teams, it's always close. I think the last three games have been within seven points. So those two factors make me lean towards the plus. And then yeah, looking at team news, Blues lost the, arguably the best player last weekend. Um, he picked Rico and he picked up two tries and now he's fractured his hand, so it's a big loss. I think they've also lost two forwards as well who started last weekend. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs are, I mean, I think the Warriors are going to be able to bully them up front in the forwards. Michael Hooper is going to be making steal after steal. And I think the Tars are going to come home at plus three and a half, yeah. Yeah, plus three and a half. You got that at Hollywood Bets. And I actually... I mean, I really copped out of this preview on the Good for the Game website. I also was battling to find a choice. So I read your post on the Good for the Game forum and literally posted that in, linked to your Twitter and said, I'm going with the boys on this one. I do think the Waratahs on the plus. Um, it's not a game I'll be getting too involved in. Uh, I'm just, the Blues are one of those sides. I tend to call them wrong. If I go for them and it's normally very publicized, they, they wipe out. And often when I go against them, then, then they kind of do okay. Let's just see what the sticks is there. He's, uh, he's sipping out of his... Uh, I'm sure that's uh, straight Coke he's drinking out of that, that bottle there. Uh, which way are you going, Stig? Are you going a uh, home team or away team? Yeah, the, the Blues are the minus. Are you, are you minus or plus? Let's see what the Stig says there. He's going for the plus. So he's in agreement there with, with Son of a Punt on that one. And now we're going to see what Henrik has to say on this game. No, Brent, this is a tough one. I, um, of all the games, this is, this is the most difficult one for me betting-wise. And I'll... I, I haven't got the bet down yet, and I will probably not have a bet on the um, on the on the um, outright or the handicap or, or one to twelve or something like that. If pushed, I would actually go for the Blues here, um, just because I think the Waratahs are in for a tough season. Um, the conditions make it uh, like like um, Son of Pan said. The conditions you always go for the plus, but I yeah I can't take after Waratahs. Um, but but I'm not going to bet on it. But conditions-wise, this is this is game to focus on the points. So hopefully, the bookies slip up maybe, and we get a um, mid 40s or higher quote on total points. Yeah, I think this is a great game for unders if if the quote is right. Yeah, I've checked the weather as well, and it's going to be very difficult conditions for the two teams. Excellent. Well, there's some nodding of heads there from Stig. So I think it's the first time we've seen him, him nod his head when Andrik's been speaking tonight. So hopefully, a good sign that one. Guys, anything else? Uh, if there's nothing else to add on this game, we'll move on to the Lions uh, Reds. I think we've all commented on this one. Just, just to say that I, yeah, I, I'm going to have a small interest here on the on the Waratahs plus, but it certainly won't be a big one. Andrew, come in there. Yeah, just one thing as well. The coach for the Waratahs, Rob Penny, played in the the Japan League, coaching I think the the Stunning Arcs or some Japanese team, and he said he's very used to these sort of conditions and training a team to play like this. So he said. He's been coaching the whole week and getting the Waratahs to stick to a certain game plan. So I think he's going to know what he's going to be expecting from the Blues and know how to counter that. So that's just another cherry on top for the plus there. 
Yes, and yeah, I think that plus three and a half was certainly it was the best. It was the biggest plus available. And uh, you know, one of the other things we talk about is the fact that you do need to have multiple bookmaker accounts in order to make sure you get the best plus. Because in the long run, you are going to lose some of those by points. And if you can get a better plus somewhere else, well, you are going to win those. And that's ultimately often what makes the difference between a winning punter and a losing punter. Let's go on though to what I think is going to be one of the games of the weekend. Uh, Henrik did allude to it on the, on the uh, GG game show. It could be quite wet in Joburg. We've had some huge storms tonight. Um, quite a bit of rain forecast over the weekend. It's the Lions up against the Reds. And the Reds here are plus six and a half. I think as short as plus four and a half in places. Henrik, the money's definitely starting to come for the visitors. Yeah, Brent, uh, I follow the, the weather sites um, quite closely every single day from Monday. I check every... every um, Game for the weekend's weather, so I'll follow through the week, and it definitely looks like it's gonna there's gonna be rain um, during this game, before the game, during the game, and after the game. So you guys in, in Joburg, you're gonna have a wet Saturday. Um, I like the Reds here. Um, it's a very weak Lions team on paper, um, and they were poor, like Gary alluded in the previous game. They were very poor against the Hawares. Um, I the only the only worry for me is altitude, but I think with it being a wet game, the game will be slower, and that would negate some of the um, the effects of altitude. So that would play into the Reds' um, favour. Yeah, I, I grabbed some plus seven and a half. I think there's six and a half still. I'll take any plus on the Reds, but I also took the Reds on the um, plus three and a half half time handicap and seventeen to ten to leave it off. Of time because of the, the effects of altitude, maybe. So I, I, I fancied the first half a bit um, on that one, but I, I, I like the Reds to, to win the game as well. So, but I'm bigger on the first half cap and to do the off time, but I like the Reds on the normal plus and that as well. Um, and yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the rain, this would have been the perfect overs game. But unfortunately, the, the rain is going to throw a spanner in the works here. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I like the Reds. Uh, the Reds, they were impressive for me against the Brumbies and they were unlucky to lose that game. And yeah, I just can't have this Lions team. Yeah, interesting. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on the points line because one thing I know about that uh, Ellis Park drainage is it's very, very good. So if the rain does stop maybe a bit before the game, conditions might be a bit better than expected. I'm also thinking back to the Sharks game against the Lions last season, Friday night, and it was raining like crazy and the Sharks handling was absolutely superb. So I, I hear you there. I think it's just going to all depend, you know, you either, where the bookmakers come out on this one. I just want to make a comment here. Um, Shane is one of our overseas viewers saying is that he's convinced this is Oracle in disguise. He's, uh, and that is, of course, he's referring to the betting stig. Now, I can tell you, Shane, that the betting stig and Oracle know each other. Oh, he's going to reveal his identity now. He's decided not to. But the, the, the Oracle and, and the betting stig actually work together on the betting stig's algorithm. So just quickly, a bit of an in, something that I didn't mention in the intro. The betting stick does watch rugby. He doesn't watch Northern Hemisphere rugby. He just runs an algorithm, but he watches super rugby. But at the end of the day, he says he's not influenced at all by what he sees. He's got an algorithm he works on that tells him where the handicap should be. Now, um, Oracle gave him some of the inputs into that into that algorithm, which I don't know if that's a good thing, Stick, to be totally honest with you. But anyway, you've got that there. So that's where he comes from. So all of his selections are not his selections as such. They're actually the selections of his betting algorithm. And I must say, been following him for a couple of months, and and, and as far as algorithms, well, he, he's certainly well above average as far as, as the tipping goes. So keep a close eye on him. Stig, before we go to Andrew on this one, what are you going, plus or minus in the Reds game? He's on the plus. Right, let's go to Andrew and see what he thinks about Lions-Reds. 
Yeah, Brent, the first full house here, I think, of the of the show tonight because I'm also I'm on the plus. Um, the Reds' back line is awesome at the moment. O'Connor, Spate, you also got a couple Australians, internationals in the forward pack. So I'm also invested in the, the plus three and a half for the first half as the, the biggest bet. Um, but I'll probably still be interested in the plus six and a half or seven and a half, whatever you can get full time. But yeah, fully in agreement here. The Lions were shocking against the Jaguars. And I expected a couple of big names to return this week, like Alberts, Yaku Creel, Wandise Samumani, and yeah, none of them did. So I'm all over the Reds plus in the first half and agree with the plus for the fit for the full-time handicap. Excellent. Well, let's stay with you as we move on to the next game. It's the uh, Stormers playing and, and the Stormers up against the Bulls. Now, the handicap's pretty big here for a local derby. Andrew, we got, I see, minus 9.5, minus 10.5 Stormers. They were impressive last week in beating the Hurricanes 27-0. And, in fact, we're running a competition in the GG Gaming Shows to win. They will concede their first point of the tournament. <laughs> but this, hand, this handicap, I don't know. I looked at this and I found it a bit of a tough one. Have you guys done anything here? Yeah, I know. It's very tough to call this one. Uh, at first, before the handicaps came out, we were expecting a nice low Stormers handicap that we probably would have jumped on. I mean, it's tough not to after their performance last week against the Hurricanes, keeping them to nil. It was a ridiculous backline as well. So, yeah, to keep them to nil was very impressive. But, yeah, at this minus 10.5, it's, it's very high for a derby. I think I'd probably be having no strong clear here. If anything, I'd look at the points line. If there's some bad weather, then... An unders play could be could be the shots here. Hopefully, Mornay trade sticks and yeah, I think unders could be the play here. And I have no real strong feelings with the the full time handicap. Right, let's go, Stig, on this one. Stig, what are your thoughts? Stig is going with a minus here. The storm is minus, and uh, Henrik what, minus ten. He reckons it's a good bet. Is it? Uh, Stig, would you nod your head? Is it one of your better bets of the weekend? Stig's going to have a sore neck tomorrow from nodding his head. I can tell you that much. Henrik, what do you think of this one? Well, I can tell you the conditions is going to be perfect. We're scorching down here in Cape Town. Um, it's, it's going to be a beautiful day. Um, but saying that, this is the this is my strongest um, points fancy, and this is a big unders game. Um, just because of the two teams playing, um, the Stormers didn't impress me last week. That's probably going to raise just your eyebrows. Um, but they scored two intercept tries to make the, the scoreline bad. The Hurricanes is a very poor team. The Hurricanes are going to finish at the bottom of the uh, New Zealand conference this year. Um, and the, the Stormers didn't press me on attack. The, the defense is brilliant. The, the Bulls, even in tough conditions in Durban, didn't impress me either. Um, they, they showed nothing on attack. So I think this is a great unders game. Um, it would be interesting to see where the total points line come out there. Um, on the, the handicap, I think um, 10 and off is a bit big. Um, the Stormers' team I'll be taking on this season. I, I don't have that much for the for the Bulls, but 10 and off looks big, so I'm on the plus here as well. Um, but my, my biggest player will be on the, on the um, total points on unders. Right, under total points. I'm, I'm expecting Henrik, and I, I'm forecasting that they're going to price up at about 46 and a half here. What do you think of that? Round no, there. Yeah, yeah. Anything over 44 and a half, I'll take unders, yeah. He'll be going unders as well. Andrew, you in agreement? Definitely, yeah. Bulls, I can see them just trading sticks with the Stormers for a long time. And that screams unders, in my opinion. I don't know what the referee is like. I'm going to have to ask Henrik for that. But, yeah, there are a lot of penalties. They aren't going to be kicking for the corner. 
especially without Bongi or Bonami, throwing a straight dart and getting it at the back there. So, yeah, Anders is a player. And Henrik, bring you yeah. in on the ref there. And just on, yeah. the, on, on the... Carry on. Sorry. The, the, the ref is the only concern here, actually. Um, it's Maurice van der Vestas and he loves awarding tries and he, he's actually an overs ref. So that's the only concern. But he was, he was the ref last week for the Sharks Bulls game as well. And that one went under, probably because of the conditions. But yeah, he's a bit of a concern. But I think um, the team's um, playing styles will, will make sure it's under this game, even though he's the ref. Yeah, I tend to agree with you guys. I think Anders, and also, let's face it, you know, whether or not you felt the Stormers perhaps weren't that impressive on attack last week, their defence was very strong, and they are traditionally a very strong defensive side. And, and you know, I think traditionally as well, this this um, this game has tended to be quite uh, quite low scoring. I haven't I haven't looked at the stats, but I know I remember a few years ago, Bulls and Stormers at Loftus was also generally a fairly fairly tight affair. Henrik, have you got any stats on past games between them? Not necessarily false stats, Brent, but I just remembered something else I wanted to say about this one. Um, I have a, a rule for myself. Um, the two coastal venues in, in Super Rugby, Durban and Cape Town, you always go under. You can't go over at the coastal um, venues. That, that's a bit of a rule for me. So that's another thing um, for the unders in this game. Well, welcome to Donovan, who I know uh, knows the Oracle quite well. He's saying, where did the stick disappear to? I'm not sure. Hopefully, he'll be joining us soon. Maybe the load shedding, shedding, <laughs> shedding hit in somewhere there as well. Well, there's one more game to talk about, guys. It's the early hours of Sunday morning. It's the Jags up against the Hurricanes. I priced this one at plus six and a half. Uh, I know Gary came out at plus 12 and a half. I think the cap is probably somewhere, somewhere around the plus the five and a half mark. I'm just going on to Sunbet's site there. And Henrik, let's start with you on this one. I imagine not a game you'll be staying up for, but you're going to have a betting interest. Now, Brent, I'm already on the ORS um, minus five and a half here, and I'm actually I, I see you you actually took some of the plus oh. twelve and a half um, on Sunday. You fancied right. that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I'm on the minus five here, and I'm actually surprised that the handicap hasn't moved um, better. I I would have thought that this one would be in double digits by now even though it's a it's a new zealand team they're playing like i said earlier i don't rate this hurricanes team and i'm expecting a bad season from them um so i think the, the warriors is a good bet here um and if it wasn't for for the rain because this will be a wet game as well this would have been a great overs game with rasta being the ref here as well but yeah that that's um throwing a bit of a spanner into the works but yeah, on the handicap, I'm strong on the minus here. Well, the stick seems to be struggling to get on. A couple of the guys saying, and Joe Lyons uh, joining us for the first time in a while and saying it feels like he's entered the twilight zone. Andrew, this game, you're going to be getting home from a night out probably at around about kickoff time. Will you be watching? No, actually in Spain, they only got very late here. So about 11, when the game starts, is probably the time we're going to be heading out to, to go for the night. But... Yeah, I normally tend to stay away from these late night Saturday fixtures. Um, it's never ended well for me. But yeah, I'm in agreement here on the Jags minus. I think they were awesome last week against the Lions, and they have great depth. I mean, that that youngster that came on at fly half, I think his name was Diego Motti or Domingo Miotti, and um, was their reserve fly half, and he had an absolutely incredible game. So yeah, that just shows the depth that the Jags have. So. Yeah, I'm on the minus here. Hopefully the Hurricanes are a bit tired traveling all the way from Cape Town, a bit of jet lag. And yeah, the minus is the player here for me as well. 
Excellent. Uh, Stig, just give us your minus or plus here on the Jags game. We're talking Jags. And he's gone with a minus there. So the Stig reckons that's, that's a, good, a, a good bet. Right, let's move on, guys. I'm going to come back to you for your Super Rugby best bets, but let's, let, let's go through the Six Nations first uh, because we've just got the three games to talk about there. And we'll come back and, and finish off on Super Rugby and give, give the best bets on the card. So I just I haven't done much on, on the Six Nations myself, but I see the first game, Ireland against Wales. Andrew, have you had a look at this Ireland minus three and a half at home? Yeah, so just before we had a quick disclaimer before we move on to Six Nations. Um, with the Sydney Sevens on last weekend and the start of Super Rugby, we didn't get to catch much of the Six Nations. We've obviously watched the highlights and had a look at the the stats and whatnot, but just take everything with a pinch of salt. But yeah, anyway, starting off with the Ireland Wales. Um, I mean, Ireland did manage to sneak home last week, and Wales were pretty convincing against Italy. And I think we have a lot of Wales punters this week. But we we like Andy Farrell's Leinster. I mean, Ireland to to do the business here. Um, and the minus two and a half is the play. The weather doesn't look great, but um, in Dublin, traveling away there is not going to be easy. And I think Wales are also without Liam Williams at the back. I think he picked up a nibble or an injury or something there. And yeah, I think going to go against the ground and go with Ireland minus two and a half. Right, and we're going to have Shane. Uh, just he'll be posting some of the total points lines for us, so we can discuss that as well. But Andrew going against the money there, Henrik. Uh, while you're speaking, I'll ask Stig to put up his uh, minus or plus as well. What are your thoughts on this, Henrik? Uh, Brent, unfortunately, with the Super Rugby being back, most of my attention has been towards that. So I haven't had a proper look at the, the Six Nations, but I do have a. a bet for each game so uh, i'm going for wales by one to 12 here i'm going against the, the home team um i think just a bit of a value play um i, I watched the wales um, game last week and they were impressive against uh, the italians so yeah wales one to 12 here for me wales one to 12 so it is possible both of you could win ireland by uh, uh, sorry yeah, yeah if, no sorry you can't because you've you're not ireland of course uh, so no chance of both of you winning on that one it is quite nice summer's win we can have everybody on the show winning. Let's go on to Scotland up against England. And Andrew, I'll come to you. Scotland plus seven and a half here at home to England, who, of course, are going to have to bounce back from a bit of a shock. It wasn't a massive shock because I know the likes of Henrik were on them last week, but a surprise defeat to France, certainly in terms of the betting last week. Yeah, it was a bit surprising how badly they played, but I think a lot of people saw the, the France win coming, or at least France on the cap. Um, so, yeah, it was disappointing from England in the first half, but they did bounce back in the second half. And I think they're going to bounce back against Scotland as well. England's never normally a team you want to, to play after they're seeking a bit of revenge or vengeance. And I think they're going to come out hot and they've got a lot of a lot of uh, points to prove. So I think seven and a half is probably on the money, but we're going to go with the minus there, minus seven and a half in Edinburgh. Minus seven and a half there in Edinburgh. Welcome to Scene Bo. He lives down there in Port Elizabeth. Haven't seen you on the show for a while. I hope I got the pronunciation wrong there, but good to have you on the show. Henrik, you know, if you don't have anything on this game, no worries. Any any thoughts though? Yeah, no, I'm, I actually took um, Scotland in the plus on Monday, so I have a bet down here. Um, yeah, England were, as good as the French were, England were bad as well. I was not impressed and Normally, I like, I'm a, like, you know, I'm a big Eddie Jones fan. I like him, but England, the, the game plan was wrong and there's a few selection problems. I don't like Tom Curry at eight. I think that's a, a wrong choice by Eddie and he, he's kept him there um, too long. He's out now as well. 
So yeah, I, I like the, the, the Scotland and the plus here. This is my strongest fancy on the, on the six sessions for this week in Scotland. And plus, and I won't be surprised if Scotland win this game. Excellent. Well, just to just to uh, let you know that the show will be available as a podcast shortly afterwards. Stig, I'm not sure if you put up your prediction on this game, but Scotland against England, what have you got for us there? No bet. No bet for him on, on, on that one. Fair enough. Good, good call to no bet. France up against Italy. Henrik, I'll start with you here. France minus 26 and a half. Now, as good as the French were last week, you've, you know, when I see a handicap this size, I think, gee, it's big. But then again, Italy were hammered by 42 points or something last week. Now, Brent, I was on the plus on, on Italy against Wales, and they were really disappointing. I, I expected better from Francis Smith in his first game, especially. And the French, they were brilliant. Uh, this looks like a French team that can be followed for the next few years. The French, they're normally tough to back, and they don't back up these good performances. But this young French team looks really good. So I'll be on the minus here, even though it's a big um, one. I think the French will put the, put Italy away here. Yeah, I, I haven't checked the conditions for this one, so that might be a factor as well. But I, I can see France winning this one big by 30 or 40 points. Andrew, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge cap for Six Nations. Um, Italy were horrific last weekend, and France were amazing. So it's, it's, it's hit the cap pretty pretty nicely on the head there. The thing is with the France team, they are young and the Italian teams do normally like to dominate up front in their big forwards. So the big forwards could maybe bully France and if they manage to get a three-point or even an early five-pointer, then that cap is looking very dodgy. But in saying that, the minus or the plus isn't anything anything you're going to get involved in. I think that's one of those games where you just check the results on Saturday or Sunday morning, whenever it is, and yeah, don't even, don't even look at it twice. Right. Henrik, you want to come in on this one? Just one last thing, Brent. I was actually very, uh, and this is something strange from the French, but I was very impressed with their defence. It's probably, it's obviously Sean Edwards being um, involved there, but yeah, I can't see Italy scoring a lot of points here, and with with the French defence. I don't know about other guys, but yeah, they were very impressed on on the defence against them. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe an unders play on on Italy. Italy points could be the way to go. Perhaps Italy can. Hold him for a bit, but I do agree with you. I think Italy are going to struggle to score. Andrew? Yeah, the weather also, I just checked it now. Um, it's not looking great. It's windy, 43 kilometer hour winds and uh, precipitation. So it's not conducive for running rugby, I guess. Yeah, that's it. And funny enough, Henrik, you know, if the weather is bad, I might actually even find myself leaning, uh, you know, obviously unders on Italy points, but I actually might favor France more on the handicap because I often find in bad weather, it's, it's the underdogs who struggle more than the, than the favorites. Yeah, 100%, Brent. I'm with you as well. That That's the way I normally look at the game as well, especially these big handicaps. You think you should go for a, for a plus because it's bad weather, but it's with the bigger handicaps, not, that's normally not the case because the, the, the unfancy team doesn't um, score any points. So I can see um, France scoring 30-plus points here, and I don't see Italy scoring a lot. Excellent. Well, that brings... That brings us to the end of the show. I, I'm a guest just to say, Andrew, I don't think there's any other real rugby of note. I'm not sure if there's European club rugby, but anything else stand out for you that we haven't discussed from a betting perspective this weekend? Um, just going, touching back on, uh, there's no new things to add, actually. I think that's all the rugby we've covered. But if we're going to go back to Super Rugby, I did check on the, the head-to-head between Bulls, Stormers. I think you're asking for that. And you are tradition, yes. traditionally under the, the 47 and a half, just looking at their last five here, it goes... 
47, 43, 46, and then 56, and then two big ones. But the last three have all been under 47. Right, so that's probably the way we'll be leaning there. Henrik, uh, anything else uh, for you? I mean, let, let's have your Super Rugby uh, best bet, and then we'll go to Andrew for his. Yeah, nothing else for me, Brent. Um, those two big ones you mentioned, because probably at Loftus, I can't see Newlands being that high scoring. Newlands is normally lower scoring. Uh, my best bet on, on Super Rugby, I like the, like the Awares against the Chiefs, but for me, the Chiefs. The Chiefs is a great bet. I expect the Chiefs to, Chiefs to beat the Crusaders. It's going to be a shock to a few people, but the Chiefs will win this game. Right, the Chiefs to win. Andrew, your best bet? I think uh, our three best bets, or the ones you posted on Twitter, were the, the Brumbies minus, Crusaders minus, and Waratahs plus. If I had to choose them, maybe just for, for Bantam, I'm going to go head-to-head -head with Henrik here. I think the Crusaders are absolutely awesome at the moment. Minus two and a half. They don't generally lose, and if they're going to win, they're going to clear that cap. So, yeah, we bullish on Crusaders. It's going to be an absolute spectacle of rugby, and, yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see what happens in the end of that one. I just hope, yeah, I think I will be able to watch the game on Saturday morning. Guys, I'm going to be putting a best bet out in the good for the game news, and I normally like to take a bet from the show where everyone's united. So I definitely don't think I'll be taking either the Crusaders or Chiefs as a best bet. Uh, but we'll certainly be putting a nice uh, double-figure accumulator out tomorrow morning as well as the best bet. So do go and subscribe. There is a link down in the description thread of the show if you haven't done so yet. Guys, I'm going to go with my best bet of the weekend. I'm saying Reds on the plus. I think they're going to run the lines very close. I will be looking at conditions, and I'm actually hoping the bookies read maybe a bit too much in the weather, and I'll be probably be going for a, a Reds overs play as, as, as well. There, I think we're in for a cracking weekend. Uh, Jordan, he's uh, spending the whole weekend with a girlfriend. Is he going to watch some rugby at least? No, no, I don't think he's going to be allowed to do any of that. Um, so he's going to probably be checking the results on Monday and then be in for the next shift of research. Excellent. Well, Three Pete, one of our New Zealand uh, uh, listeners, is with you on the Crusaders. There is going, going against Henrik, and I see Henrik feverishly typing perhaps a response to him there in the live comments. But, Andrew, thanks very much. Been great having you on. Well done over the last couple of weeks. I mean, I know your forum, your Twitter following has picked up tremendously with uh, the success you guys have had, and what a great medium it is to to share bets. And uh, so, all the best to you for the weekend. And Henrik, uh, same to you, man. Uh, another top weekend of Super Rugby, and uh, I'm, I've got to say that I'm also leaning towards the the, the Chiefs there a little bit. Oh, nice to hear that, Brent. Um, I'm glad you're in my camp. Yeah, I love Super Rugby being back. My wife doesn't like it that much. Um, she doesn't see a lot of me, but that's yeah, great to have this, a lot of rugby. Um, yeah, and good luck to all the guys on the weekend. Beat the bookies on. Excellent. Thanks to all the guys who did watch in the live chat. We had a great turnout tonight. And thanks to our guest. The Stiggers unfortunately disappeared, but he's got his pluses and minus. You can see them on the Good for the Foot Game Forum. Thanks for watching. If you are new to the channel, Please subscribe so you don't miss any of our shows. We will have a Monday night rugby show where Couch Critic will probably be leading it. And it won't be betting related, but talking about uh, the performances on the weekend. Thanks, everyone, and see you next time. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Cheers.